So I want to record a bit for the beginning before the intro, apologising for the sound. What? We don't apologise on this one, James. No, but we had a technical issue with the mic, Mark. Well, it's funny you used to say that because I can't hear you through my headphones <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, there you go, people. Look, we had a technical issue, but it goes away after the first 10 minutes. So bear now, with us. Now people are going to be counting the fucking 10 minutes whilst they're listening to the show. Seriously, I think you should just put it out there and Bob's your uncle. If you don't like it, as our friend Pete says, <coughs> jog on. Hello, I'm Martin Mercer. And I'm James Mastriani. You've never heard of us. We're two Brits who grew up in North London and have had varying success in the film and television industry. In our ever-advancing age, we find ourselves on... The, the Wrong Side, side of, of Hollywood. Hollywood. In our series of podcasts, we'll share our experiences of what it's like being a British bloke living and working, or not, in the biz. We'll discuss everything from fish and chips to things that wind us up. So stay with us. It's all uphill from here. This podcast may contain strong language. If you're of a sensitive nature or easily offended, we invite you to, as they say in Blighty, jog on. Martin, welcome. James, lovely to see you again, even though I saw you five minutes ago. <laughs> it's always lovely to see your face. You always make me feel extra, you know. Special. Miserable. No. That too. <laughs> but it's a nice day, isn't it? Sun's shining finally after another downpour. Yep. And uh, did you do anything special this week? I actually, finally got a job. Ooh, congratulations. Yes. Yes, a I round have, of applause. I have to sign off the dole, I'm oh, afraid excellent. to say. That means unemployment to those not familiar with that expression. Well, I think people in England know what the dole is. Yeah, and one's over here. There's an American audience as well, hopefully. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, hmm. yeah. insert crickets here. Yeah. That's my bad cricket sound effects, but uh, but yeah, so I've got a job. Interestingly, can you tell uh, what it is? Well, something to do. You know, I slagged Michael Bay off the other time, and we were talking about Will Smith. It's actually something to do with them. (laughs) (laughs) As as happens, is quite amusing. Mm. But yeah, I can't say what it is yet. But uh, lots of action and stuff. Yeah, so but it was just straight in there, balls to the proverbial wall. You know, right in there. So I was quite happy. So that's good. That was much needed because it is slow in the business because of company changes and and streaming and all kinds of stuff. Your work dictates your health insurance. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's that's how it works here. Is when you work on the union show, you get hours, and so that means that the producers pay into a fund that goes towards so many Mm. hours of healthcare. Now the thing is, unlike Great Britain, where you get the NHS, where anything you get done is paid for via your tax. Well, here it's your so-called insured, but as we know, insurance is a business. Oh, tell me about it. And the business is not in helping you get better. It's in fact making sure that there's a profit margin because yeah. that's what insurance is about. As you yeah. have to pay it yourself, you don't yeah. even have a union, do yeah, exactly. you? Exactly. No, we, you know. we pay out of pocket for our health insurance and it's quite expensive. Yeah, and it's just insane because in England, I had to wait two and a half weeks to get an appointment to see the doctor. And it's like, well, here to get an appointment, it's the same shit. Right. But you're you're paying out your backside for it. And since the pandemic, it's actually gotten longer. I mean, I remember I could call up my doctor's office Hmm. and I could get an appointment within two or three days. Now they're scheduling me weeks ahead. Yeah. In some cases, three months out. And I'm just like... No, by which yeah. time you probably drop dead and yeah. and and they're like, oh, lovely, 
next <laughs> yeah. you know anyway so that's all good you know, i don't know how long that'll last i mean and it is odd you know in my old dotage as i am it's basically that feeling of okay i've got a job that's great but how long you know when you're in the trenches you know fighting there the oscars are going up there which has come from hollywood actually and all the streets are shut off the homeless have all been pushed down in their tents so they've been, they've been carpeted can, over yeah i mean they're gonna move out yes off you go go and be poor over there around the corner please but down in the trenches you're just worried about that next job and i've known you for such a long time and you've always been like you're on a job mm. you're like oh god i can't wait for this job to be over and as soon as it's over you're like oh, yeah. oh shit when's the next That's job coming <laughs> wait for this job to be over james i love what i do of course you do yeah, absolutely. Now, i'm talking about the ones that have gone on for a very long time uh well the longest one actually we should be talking about later on today uh, was Doolittle and that went on for a year and a half but actually Mr and Mrs Smith was for a year yeah. and a half as well yeah. so they and, but you know what they're nice you yeah. know, no exactly no, it's nice to be on a long term job yeah. it's just that when you're not enjoying it and you're like I'm yeah. still on it they're still keeping you employed but yeah. you're like oh, God, well, I guess I so that yeah. I mean that's the thing we've been doing so called creative or right. an artist if you want to piss artist more like but you basically there's a level of employment that you can stand I, I did work for a gaming company once but, yeah. and I had full time job there but it got to so I was like oh, oh I can't I don't know right, right. employee of the month <laughs> did you have an employee of the month they, they did one game company it was a company called Origin Systems in Austin Texas which is no longer existence but they did a game called Wing Commander yeah. and actually one of the creators of the game and the owner of the company can't remember his name but he was British and he went to Austin and he was Jesus. like right I'm English I'm here I've made millions on Wing Commander here I'm going to build a big fuck off castle in the middle of Austin but they did have on the wall employee of the month and I remember looking at that in my tender years back then I was like eh, it just I just felt sick to the right, stomach right. sick to the stomach mate well I'm glad you <laughs> I'm glad you're working. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> well, I've been doing some work this week, which was nice. It's not what I want to do, but it's it's no. fun. I, I don't mind helping people out. But uh, I, Friday was nice. We went to the theatre, and my friend Amanda, who uh, was in our short film, was in this play, and she and everybody was excellent. What was it about? It's called To the Bone. It was a really good play. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, mm. but it, it's brilliant it's really good and everybody was superb and that's in north hollywood yeah right and there's a so-called theater district yeah here, uh, which is kind of struggling to survive because of course rents are going up and yeah. it's all got very expensive and hip and cool yeah. um, gentrified but, i think is the term yeah well i like a bit of gentrification if it gets rid of gangbangers and tagging to be honest with you sure. but the thing is there's a lot of theater here yeah. and and that sounds quite cool a bit of a plug there james yep. you know uh, what got a plug I mean, anyway, we, we're not going to be talking about us today, are we? We're not. We have a special guest joining us. No, he's not that special, but... <laughs> <laughs> he's special no. to us. No, he's a very... He's, 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 a a, he's a superb professional. It's all going to be about him and his journey to America and what it's like being in the trenches, working as a professional in the film and TV industry. All right, let's bring him in. Excellent. Well, good afternoon, Good James. afternoon. <laughs> and good afternoon. <laughs> to our special guest, Heiko. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, well, thanks for coming down yeah. into the trench, <laughs> as it were, the yes, North all. Hollywood Trench. <laughs> Much appreciated. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it is your birthday today as well. Well, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. Would you like tea or coffee? I'll have a tea, please. Tea. So, Heiko, a very dear friend of mine, and of course, James has kind of tried to steal you as well, as he does do. Yeah, but he's behind in his friend payments. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, no yeah. danger there as of now. 
Well, no, I was a bit perturbed when he invited I was going to invite you to have this mug, by the way. <laughs> He's got the wanker cup. Oh, go. <laughs> so we've got three grumblers in one room, which is going to be a bit be, of a laugh. It's going to be a grumble party. It's almost a joke, isn't it? A German and two Englishmen walk into a pub. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I want to know, how did you end up being in Los Angeles or Hollywood after growing up in Hamburg? Yeah. He was born. Yes, I know yeah. that. And you were an engineer for Lufthansa, right? Well, I was a mechanic, yeah. So how did that translate into storyboarding? It's been a long journey, man. It's just not something I planned. It was just... Uh... Sorry to cut in. So you didn't have this, like you were a not kid and you wanted to work in movies not or anything all. like that? Not oh, fascinating. No, no, not at all. My father worked for Airbus Industries. Mm. So I grew up uh, among planes. But... You know, I always doodled since I was little. I've always been doodling around, and, and, and obviously there was some sort of talent apparent. But I never really followed up on that. Mm. You know, at that point, my art teachers, they always said, oh, you have to go to art school. And the rebel that I am, I said, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to lockdowns. I became a mechanic for a while. Right. And that's so funny, isn't it? Because yep. usually it would be like, yeah. oh, you should be a mechanic, you should be a dentist, you should be a... And no, no I'm fuck you, I'm going to go to art school. And this... <laughs> it's no, it went the, it went, yeah, I went the other way. I wanted to check it out, and I did. And I did this, like, for four years. Four years of that. Four years. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then I went to uh, Drumroll Place. Law school. You went to law school? Went to for two semesters. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know this. No, yeah, this is, this oh is fresh news. Oh my God. Yeah, I went to law school for uh, two semesters and then I had enough of it. I was actually enrolled in marine biology too. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Oh so my God. That was also an interest of mine, but I didn't want to leave Hamburg. So that would have meant that I would have had to go to Kiel, which is a city yeah. in mm. Schleswig-Holstein, you know, yeah. Hamburg. And I didn't want to leave Hamburg. Sorry, but no, you didn't want to leave Hamburg. So you, a real love... It's a fantastic city. Right. It's an amazing city. And yet you find yourself here. I know. Once you once you sort of like figure out what you're good at and what you want to do, and also you get complacent. I mean, you know, yeah, many times I've asked myself why I'm not why I'm not living in Hamburg. Yeah. It's a beautiful city. And I applied to art school in Hamburg and they didn't want me. Really? They didn't take you fucking in. No, they didn't take me. Well, wow. this, this is a revelation given that your art is just amazing. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, what I love about your art as a fellow professional, uh, so called, <laughs> is your speed, your figurative grace, your sense of drama, and your sense of cinema. Uh, those are the things that I've just first hit me in waves. Oh, keep going. <laughs> I know. I did say this podcast is a no took us lacking zone, but yeah, well, but I roll uh, your tongue back but, up. Yeah, Mark. I know. <laughs> but no, seriously, mate. I mean, it's just you know, it's a combination of all the things I've done. Mm. Because an artist, it's like the sum of all the experiences that they have. Right. You know, that's why if you give a scene to two storyboard artists, you will not get the same drawings. Yeah. You will not get the same sequence. I mean, you will recognize what it's about mm. and you will be able to follow the story. But the way it's posed and executed mm. will always be different. Give oh, the yeah. same quarter page to four board artists, mm. you get four different right. results. Right. Yeah. Which is what they do. But as you say, that is something that came much later on. So how did this coalesce? I did go to Boston just to take a year off. I spent a year there. And then I applied to art school in Providence. Mm -hmm. Rhode Island School of Design. So I did end up there. But there was, at no point, was my goal to be in movies at that time. That still hadn't come up yet. Although I have to say, you know, I had a phase when I was a teenager. I was looking at movies like Ghostbusters that really changed the way I looked at movies mm. 
that movie in particular. You, I can't actually. It's about the original on. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters '84. Yeah. 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 Uh, that one particularly, uh, interesting. That one particular, I can even tell you the scene that changed my understanding of cinema, even mm. though I wasn't really into movies as such, mm. and want to work in movies as such. But I do remember that very scene, and it's a scene where Stanson and Zedmore and the Ecto, and they're talking about the vital uh, mm. implication of what happens, and then it cuts to a helicopter shot of the Ecto driving across the Manhattan Bridge at twilight, yeah. and it pulls away. Mm. And it just opens up the whole vista of yeah. New York. And mm. that image sort of like changed my way I look at movies. Wow. That particular one. That's amazing. From that shot, the sense of cinema really struck you. Struck me, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I had seen cinematic movies on yeah. the screen, but that particular scene clicked without me even knowing it at the time. But when I look back, mm. that sort of like seared in my memory. Yeah. So Thanks. how did seeing that part of the movie get you to where you are today? <laughs> I don't know. I don't it know. just happened. It just sort of happened. I sort of like. Well, you were at RISD, right? I was at RISD, but yeah. at the time I, I went there for illustration because I still mm. couldn't figure out what it was I really wanted to do with mm. art. And I figured if I take illustration, that'd be that'd be a wide range. It goes all the way from graphic design to painting, mm. and I acquire the most skills for my buck. Yeah. 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 Then I discovered animation at RISD. Ah. I see. Okay. Was, uh, I think it was on a junior. They, so they, there's a program at RISD where it's called uh, Winter Session. It's hmm. six weeks between the semesters. Okay. Where they encourage you to go to other departments and take classes hmm. outside of your... Uh, yeah, specialty or whatever that would be. Yeah. Right. And I took an animation class. And again, I've seen animated movies before, but had no interest in doing that. So I did that. And the first thing we had to do was a walk cycle. Was a walk right. cycle. And this was still, you know, not digital. Mm. Right. Shooter on an old ox, uh, ox Oxford, Ross, Rostra Spanish. camera. Rostrum cameras. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tuck into one of this part because I'm gagging. Sorry. Well, yeah, but let's hear, let's hear the rest of this story, Heike. Yeah, 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 so I did that. And you have to shoot it on film. Yeah. You have to pack it all up and then you have to send it off for daily. Yeah. And it comes back a week later. And I saw my walk cycle. I'm like, holy fuck. Mm. It's moving. Yeah. Right. So a bit of magic there. It was complete. I was completely blown away. Right. I just, you know, did something that looks lifelike and it's mm. walking. Right. And that changed my whole career. And you went, this is what I want to do. That's what I want to do. Wow. Yeah. With a focus on animation. Animation. I just want to do animation at that point. There were a couple other things I did for that. I spent so much time, actually, at the animation video department that I didn't even have enough credits to, <laughs> to graduate from the illustration department. Mm. Wow. To me, anyway. Right. And I my, you know, enthusiasm and all that. I had to go into the dean's office and have a talk about mm. my credits. And he didn't tell you that you were too enthusiastic. <laughs> No. <laughs> Why? That was from a previous podcast. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What, what happened to me? Oh, that me? You do the... Enough about oh. me. This is your show. No, no. Uh, that's, that's yeah, just... isn't that bizarre? Very bitter about it. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Mm. That's just shite. Yeah, but it's all right. But that's interesting because, by the way, these pastries all come from Whole Foods. Okay. No expense spared, mate. Right. Oh, well, thank you very much. Yeah. I did bring stuff. Did you bring German stuff? I did. Oh, awesome. Oh, we've got to discuss. Your, take your trip into my childhood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna torture you. I mean, I, I couldn't decide what to bring, so I brought all of it. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's your birthday and you're bringing the treats. Okay. For no, no problem. No problem. What have you got in the bag then? Yeah, well, let me finish the story. So then the question was, where am I going to go with that? You know, I'm going to go to New York, San Francisco, or the obvious place, L.A. Right. Which I didn't want to go to. Right. Oh, so you even that you did not want to come out. <laughs> wasn't for <laughs> wasn't for those reasons or for different reasons. Just because everybody went to LA, and mm. I always wanted to do something 
that people didn't do. Right, don't follow the crowd. Don't follow yeah. the crowd kind of thing, you know, in retrospect, it might have been nice that I followed the crowd <laughs> at that point. Yeah. So I moved to San Francisco and sort of like, oh, interesting. around, you know, so there was a whole bunch of little boutique. When you say boutique, are these the ones that are circling like ILM or what's that big animation company where the bloke kept touching somebody's thighs? <laughs> <laughs> Pixar. Pixar. That's oh, there you yeah, go. yeah, yeah. So was it kind of peripheral to well, that? Well, they did all the little stuff. They actually did a movie, uh, oh. Fern Gully or Fern Gully Two or something. One right. of those. They did TV shows. They did mostly commercials. Anything you need animated, other than the big movies. Now, were you boarding this, or were you actually animating? I was actually animating. Really? Before. Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually did a couple of KFC commercials with the Colonels. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Since it's such a small place, you get to do a lot of things. Mm. You know, and that's sort of like cement my education didn't you direct some stuff you did so directed some animation yeah yeah, yeah, which is quite interesting isn't it how you know in live action to direct is such a, a grind and a journey and you know you're lucky if you get that but it seems animation, you can, well, if you're competent, you can be given a show to direct. Yeah, sure. The thing was, at the time, and you mentioned Pixar, and that, yeah. which, which was, of course, computer animated. I, yes. didn't, I didn't want to do computer animation. Right. You know, there was a time where I had to make a choice. Like, mm. Do I want to do this? But I, wanna, uh, I wanted to keep drawing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like old school kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. So maybe I should have made the jump. Who knows? But I didn't want to. You're do in it. the right place, mate. Yeah, I didn't want to do it at the time. But the thing was that everything died out in the early 2000s. Yeah. Like San Francisco was dead. So I yeah. came to LA thinking that I could continue animation, but hand drawn animation was also dead because right. nobody was doing it. It mm. was for TV, it was farmed out. And I'll see where Disney, you, you didn't get to do it. Mm. So that's when I switched over to storyboarding, mm. just out of necessity. Yeah, but also what's great about that is having actually animated that would inf- and you can it's see still it informs it's, it's your still, work I mean, I mean absolutely I no that experience of knowing how to animate actually comes in handy every single day right. even in life action boards oh totally I still draw from that that knowledge you worked on the Batman Lego film yeah. as one of your credits yeah. oh really for mm-hmm. director Chris huh. McKay yeah. who you've had quite a relationship with yeah and done quite a few of his movies he did the robot chicken right that was yeah. his first thing yeah so he came from an animation background and, right and then Switched over to life action as a yeah. director. Yeah. And you also did, um, I know we're doing a bit of a credit kind of wank here, but it is important. It does show, uh, <laughs> it does show that you've got your chops and you did. I, first well, I directed on a show on Nickelodeon. No, you did that before the Lego movies? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I worked quite a bit in, in animated TV. Right. So I worked at Nickelodeon and then I went to Disney. Right. Well, I also did some directing on that. Okay. Shorts. So your world and James's world kind of meet because James did quite a bit of did, animation. I, I did stuff, anime. Didn't you? So we took Japanese All shows. Right, that so you take exist. off the mation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no. Not uh, similar, no, isn't point, it? The point being is that it was no, it's not similar because it's oh. it's repurposing existing cartoons or I animation see. and turning it into English language for American or right. British audiences. I stand corrected. So my side of it was more or less repurposing with American actors and Mm. American scriptwriters. You're taking the overall story arc and Mm. stories of the shows. And it's a lot of fun, but it's not as cool as actually animating or directing a show from scratch. Okay, but still, it's kind of the same universe. I'm not pushing a point here, but I'm just saying it is kind of the same universe. It all ends up on the screen, doesn't it? Yeah, you're matching visuals (laughs) to sound. I mean, first of all, I've got to say from a punter's point of view, because I know nothing about animation myself. I do love it, but the Lego 
movie I really loved because Lucas, my young lad, mm-hmm. uh, who was really young at the time, loved that film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you did the Spider Verse. Yeah. Oh, you and did. That is a fucking oh, awesome film, and that was directed by another fellow storyboard artist, yeah. Peter Ramsey. Peter Ramsey. Yeah. He was one of three. three one of three directors, yeah. right? Yeah. And Peter Ramsey, first of all, is an extraordinary artist in his own right. Yeah. Yes. Number one. And he and was sort of my director. I mostly worked with him okay. on that movie. Yeah, it, that was an incredible experience. Yeah. It was absolutely... Yeah. yeah. And with that sort of lovely credit, does that bring them running to your door with Sledgehammer saying, Oi, we need you, we want you? I have not felt the immediate effect of that. <laughs> you know, not yeah. like for Peter, who got an Oscar for it. Yeah. You know, and then, yeah. you know, he certainly had more offers than I did afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah indeed. That's for sure. It's a fun. It's a, it's a strange game, isn't it? You know, because I do want to keep the mix of being bitter in the conversation. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. At that time, I also was looking to do more live action than animation. That was sort of like my transition phase. Right. Mm. I already had done some beforehand, and then I did Spider Verse, and, mm. and then right afterward was uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Right. Oh, which wow. was a mix. Which was right next door, but it was boarded as a live action movie. Right. You know, mm. completely. Now, for the, for the people that don't understand this. The difference between storyboarding and animation and storyboarding a live action, what would you say that is? It's pretty big, actually, if Mm. you get into it. Because in an animated movie, nothing exists. Every single thing you see on screen, whether it's a tree in the background, a car, a main character, their clothes, the lighting, their environment, everything has to be built. Mm. Before it's being built, it has to be designed by somebody. So somebody has to scribble something out or run it through AI. But my point is, everything has to be designed. Yeah. Right? Every single pixel you see on screen yeah. for that movie, it doesn't exist. So somebody has to create it. Mm. Yeah. And in board, you often come in at a time where nothing exists, Mm. where there are no assets built. Mm. So everything is in flux. And Mm. I think, first of all, you spend more time in an animated movie than you do in a live action movie because you have to build all these things. Mm. It just takes a lot longer. Mm. And you're much more involved in the story process than you usually are in a live action movie. Mm. You know, it's like there's this distinction between story artist and storyboard artist. Right. Because when I first met you, it was all about that, wasn't it? Story artist. Yeah. I don't think anybody exactly knows how to define it properly hmm. it's one of those things that every studio sort of like you know has a different idea what it means but usually you are more involved in the story process in an animated movie mm-hmm. right like you have a story team you know all the board artists sit around in the story team hmm. and I've had it many times where we had pages and they said forget those hmm. come up with a hmm. whole sequence hmm. that's got to be frustrating though it's no because that's your job and the thing is you don't get the writing credit that's maybe the first right. but but actually given the opportunity to come up with something completely from scratch yeah. is pretty cool that is cool and yeah. i think it's frustrating when you're not doing animation and you're just doing live action in the olden days or it's always been here's your script okay take that script and sure. place it pictorially basically sure, sure. and so there's less frames drawn yeah. You know, if you do a guy jumping over a roof, you can cover it in three frames as opposed to... Well, the thing is that, you know, that in the olden days, that was how animation worked too because they basically figured out the story in the boards. Yeah. And then they gave it to the layout department. Right. Which doesn't exist anymore. Oh, interesting. The layout, uh, to a degree, it still does in the computer. But back then, you would draw the boards and then somebody else would design the background. Yeah. 
Oh, they would Excellent. design the background to your motion of the character. Well, to the to the rough board. Right. You know, it, it's a continuation of that story process right. and a refinement of that, if that makes sense. Okay. But today, as an animation board artist, you are expected to basically animate the whole thing. Right. Mm. Yeah. And the sheer number of panels you have to draw as an animation board artist these days is yeah. pretty insane. Yeah, it just sounds painful. Yeah. yeah. So, I, mean, if I can show you my animatics, Yeah. which is your pictures timed out. Yeah, and it creates a little movie. Well, I don't know if anybody who's listening knows what an animatic is, but uh, well, it's almost like you've made the film, you know, but with like pictures, basically. Yeah, and it's and yeah. even for computer-generated movies, mm. you almost have an animated 2D board, mm. which I don't understand because mm. why would you do this before you do the? the I think animation? it's because I think boards have a. I mean, I've always felt this, and this is a kind of a point of contention between drawn storyboards, animatics, mm -hmm. and then you previs. And I always felt that storyboards, we discussed this before, yeah. about having a soul and a life. And I think yeah. it brings a soul and a life to it. And then you move into the computer realm. Yeah. Already you're separating the artist using a mechanical mean, a mouse or a stylus. And so it's pixelated. It's I see what you mean. And you, you, know? may, you may have a point there. I just don't think you have to put in every blink. Right. Oh, no, no. Absolutely. But that's where it's at. Yeah. You know, that's what they expect yeah. you to do. I mean, there's like hair flutter and blinks. And like, right. uh, okay, whatever. So how did you guys meet? Well, <laughs> well, you kind of were a bit suspicious because Heiko, I don't think, quite knew who I was. I had no idea who he was. <laughs> Not that I'm anybody, but... Who is, who is this bloke? I had no idea. Because... I just knew that I liked what he did. We met on Doolittle. Yes. Yeah. yeah. We were at Universal uh, okay, on the yeah. lot. It's some old... Thing. Horrible It was like full of asbestos. I think they tore it down by now. There yeah. was, I think our job there was the last one. They, they just held out the wrecking ball. It was already yeah. sitting outside. They were just... <laughs> are these guys done with this movie? There was notices everywhere, wasn't it? You know, don't fucking <laughs> don't breathe fuck, don't because you'll die. <laughs> asbestos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if you're in the bathroom, hold your breath. Yeah. Please. Well, you we want to do that you. anyway. Especially <laughs> when the studio execs went in there. Seriously, the loudest, longest fart I've ever heard. I wanted to applaud. <laughs> but that's that's where we met. And then the thing was that I was sitting with some board artists that were hired afterwards. And I think Martin was... Different. I was hired by visual effects. Right. Yeah. And I, and you I, were hired by Chris. We were director. hired by Chris, the director, yeah. who came in to do the reshoots right. you know, for Doolittle. Uh, so we were sitting on different ends of the asbestos trap. <laughs> but... <laughs> I found myself always walking over there and peeking over his shoulder because I was just like, that's really good. I like what he does. <laughs> you felt somebody, uh, your presence <laughs> over your shoulder. <laughs> no. Don't copy me. Well, no, the funny thing. <laughs> what, the fun, oh, what are you oh, doing now? No fear of that. What are you doing now? Well, no, the funny thing was, is because we were in a situation where the script was completely... <laughs> You know, they took it apart, shredded it. It was a real Frankenstein job. And so Chris came in to stitch it all together and he had these great artists helping him do that. So it was a lot of story work, which I'd not done much of. And so I was with the visual effects guys and the visual effects were basically trying to make it work before they got the new director. Right. And so we were doing lots of fill and stuff and little animatics. And then we all met with the writers downstairs where they had the good pastries. <laughs> and um, and when you look at people, you, you are, are they a producer? They look like a producer. You know, that guy looks like a... And so I I got rock band. Are you in the band? That's what I get a lot. That's what I get a lot. I never, I never get, are you a producer? That never worked for me. <laughs> I don't get us either, but uh, it's like you wonder who, and then I think we kind of you came and very kindly introduced yourself, and yeah, it was a little bit selfish too because I was still looking at live action board artists, right? You know, of course I looked them up, and I always look up who I'm working with, right? So I know that that hack, that, that. <laughs> yeah. So I knew what Martin did, and I went in there to learn some stuff, and right. I was really impressed with what he did. 
and then you guys ended up working in London together. We did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was brilliant because the other guys, I think, really wanted to go to London, but they'd asked me because being from London, yeah. it was easier yeah. from a visa point of right. view. And same with me. Right. You know, at the time, and before was part of Brexit, pre-Brexit, <laughs> we do not support Brexit. No, we don't. Yeah, well, I, I don't either because now I can't work there anymore. At that right. point, I was still. Yeah. It was. I was. Mm. You know, because of my German passport, I was yeah. still able to uh, work there. Yeah. Well, it might be coming back. It was a. It was a. <laughs> do me a favour. Once the Scottish leave. Yeah. Nicola Sturgeon, but she's gone now. Bless her. That's my terrible Scottish accent. That was, was almost I, German Scottish. I know it's terrible. Oh. I've been doing everything but not doing what a German accent. I'm not going to do it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it gets worse. Do it now. Do it now. That's, that's Arnold's yeah. fucking sport. Anyway, I know. That's Austrian. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but... But uh, yeah, but, but we... Oh, it was great to have him because he could translate. Right. Yes. That's sick. That's right. And I but speak like German what? and English. But what sort of things would you have to translate for Heike? People no. talking. You would People, think yeah. it's, it's the same language, but it's not. Yes. Right. It, was a, it was a bit like... <laughs> you have no idea. I mean, you know. Well, it's like Californian and English. Uh, well, no, it's worse than that. Yeah, I mean, there's... there's, there's, there's right, mate. I mean, there's like yeah. 20, 20 different versions of, right. of English in London, mm-hmm. you know, and you guys have idioms that I don't understand. Yeah, right. So, no, there were times when I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey Martin, translation? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Shepherd and sausage? What does that mean? Well, that was true. It was like the introduction of the uh, local culinary yeah. offerings in the famous Shepherd and Studio Canteen. Yeah. yeah. What was And then you got to remember with the Shepherd and Studios, is, you know, they did Aliens there. They did. Oh, it was brilliant. Uh, just, I mean, yeah, we did. It's, a, we, it's an you know, old studio. As a fan, I was like, I'm a Shepherd. The great thing about Igo, and, and I think most of us who work at this level in the film industry, is we're fans. Yeah. And even oh, though, you huge. know, Igo, you came to it late, but you're still a fan. And the fact that you well, went... you know, I mean, I was a movie fan before right. you know, I dabbled in right. live action. But the thing is that even in animation, I always had a sense of cinema. So the transition for yeah. me wasn't very hard from a film language sure. point of view. But at Shepparton, where they shot The Omen, yeah. the opening sequence, you took the photos from the same oh, angle. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I do like... this thing where mm. when I know that I'm on a certain location of a movie I like, I take a screen grab. Right. And then I go to that location and I recreate Oh, it. nice. And then I put them on Instagram, whatever, and, yeah. and put them next to each other. And I did that Universal, like with a psycho house. Yes. And uh, and so, and then he told me, he's like, well, the Omen was shot over at the old house, right? So yeah. The old house. Yeah, I think Ridley Scott's office is in there. Ah. Funny enough. Well, I didn't see the book yeah. when I was in there. Yeah. The Omen was like 76. Oh, say. yeah. Yeah, 76. yeah. 76. Yeah. And we were in 2019. Yeah. And you look at the pictures. And it's like, they're the same. Yeah, nothing's changed. Oh. Like, there's, there's, oh. like, there's, there's like, uh, oh. you know, they put, I'm sorry. It sounds like Jaws. What? You, do, do you have a cat? <laughs> It wasn't my belly, that was my <laughs> omen. Wow. What's the bloke who, uh, the actor? Oh, uh, Gregory that? Peck. Gregory Peck, thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. So he's, Gregory Peck. Uh, like where his bench was, mm. there was now a radiator. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the biggest change I could yeah. detect. No, so it has that history, and we were wondering. We saw H stage, which is the biggest stage, and yeah. they had that's where they that's did the Nostromo. Alien. They built on Nostromo right. from yeah. Alien, the yeah. spacecraft. But also, the one where we, I think, the C one where we shot. They also yeah. had, they had a set. That's that. right. And it was so funny, actually, because now there's all health and safety. Back when I was working in Britain, we were tooling around at night on the Batman set. You could do what you fucking wanted, basically. It was ridiculous. Mm. They had two little yeah. Welsh guards at the front, and that was it. That's lovely. Uh, hello. 
And, uh, <laughs> but when we were at Shepparton, it was like everybody was wearing a high vis vest. Yeah. It was all badges, Bar- barcode and badges. And I, I was still wandering around. I mean, nobody ever said anything. No, you just had put on a face. Yeah, you, you just, stick you your just nose have to up pretend you know what you're doing. Yeah. Right. yeah, but as soon as they see you walk into the canteen, they're like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> he's on the budget." <laughs> <laughs> And I was thinking about that time. Well, we did have such guns. a good time. I think we really kind of bonded on that. We, we did. Such a I good mean, that time. was like more yeah. so than when we worked at, at Universal. Universal. That right. really, yeah, because it was just the two of us. Yeah, right? you know, we were sharing an office. But yeah. they that put you up in a really bonded. nice hotel, right? They did. It was a yeah. Knightsbridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> and it was funny because we stayed there for a month, which is a long time yeah. in a hotel, mm-hmm. you know, of that nature. And yeah. they had doormen and everything. The doormen soon learned that our tips were not. I, I was going to say I, we I, kept I, I, our I, tips to ourselves, I, but that's I a bit go, rude. Heiko, I think, has something else to say about tips. No, 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 no. It was just, were we supposed to tip? Well, of course. <laughs> that's the thing. What do you think? They're looking, they're like hungry. What are they, what are they, they were like hovering, weren't they? What are they, what are they taking there? I found myself apologising to one and saying, yeah, sorry, mate. Sorry I didn't give you anything. Bye. <laughs> really? Well, okay. Well, then followed I, by then, Flintstones running sound effect. Well, then he must have. Then he must have really hated me at the end because I didn't know the tip. Well, we were. We I, mean, were I, I used a revolving door. I don't know. What... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Can I help you with your luggage, sir? I was always like, oh no, thanks. I'm fine. And like, ah. But the thing is, we're a mystery to them because here we are. We come in, they quickly check you out and go, oh, okay. The jeans are like, well, got those second hand, didn't they? Uh, I speak for myself. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. hold on. They're getting into a Mercedes. Yeah, we're a bit of an oddity. Just, oh, so you had a driver as well. We had a driver. Yeah, we had a driver. Because we had to drive to Shepparton. That was like yeah. a half yeah. hour drive yeah. at best, you know. Yeah. And and it was Rashid. Now, I've oh, got yeah. a theory about Rashid. So, so Rashid was our no, driver. Was, uh, and Khalid. Was Khalid. It, have I got the wrong name? Khalid. Khalid Who? or Khalid. Khani? No, Khalid. It was a deed. Khalid. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. We'll I apologise. Which is Dalek backwards. Carry on. Oh. oh my god, James. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I haven't done a Dalek yet. There we go. Pull but, the English one in. So, so was it yeah. Khalid who took us on that tour and he was offering us handbags? Yes. Right? Expensive goods. Yeah, yeah. He had, he had a side hustle. So your limo driver he had, he had, had various, a side hustle. He had various things going on. But I was life. wondering, he was MI5. They thought we were a bit funny coming in with all this computer gear, know, staying at a posh I, hotel, going away up to Shepparton and then coming back at, late at night. And he was also, there to test us, offering you, us dodgy goods, do you, do you, taking us around Russian nightclubs. What do you remember? <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he gave us a tour of Trafalgar Square. Oh, slight difference. Close That's, enough. Was that the morning? Where, was that the morning where you looked so dishevelled? Is that what happened to you? The which one? Was oh, that when yes, took... yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> wow. No, but he had. Oh yeah. Do you remember his knuckle? Yes. He had punched somebody, and his knuckle had receded into the hand. What? I kid you not. Yeah. And he had to find a doctor and said. This, as long as it doesn't bother you, it's fine. I literally had one of his, I don't know which one it was, but the knuckle had mm. receded into the hand. He yeah. punched him that yeah. hard. Yeah. That's just crazy. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> otherwise, he was a nice guy. I mean, you know. No, he was. He was and, lovely. But uh, I did wonder if he was an MI5 officer. No, I just, you know, I mean, obviously. There what's was he, he uh, you know what? Let me. Oh, Heiko's brought some this. goods, some da. German goods. Nine. And these from Germany. Yeah. Well, I, I got give them up. locally. There's an excellent German deli. They have a lot of meat products. <laughs> <laughs> the Germans do like meat, don't they? Uh, yes. We yeah. do like because I'm vegan. 
Okay. Right. I, I heard about your definition of vegan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> fully aware of your <laughs> definition of vegan. Okay, we'll go with that. Vegan yeah. on the ridiculous. No, but uh, Jesus. Yeah, it's continental sausage in Glendale. Yes. You know I about drove that, past yeah. and I thought yeah. I should tell my sister-in-law about this because she's German. You should, because yes. it's excellent. Even though she lives in England. No, the, uh, Sorry, it's a bit of a journey. For, the original yeah. proprietor is no longer there, but oh. he left all his recipes oh, wow. to the people who bought the place. Okay. And they're continuing the tradition. It's mm. really good. So this is continental sausage in Glendale. Continental Glenda. sausage. Yeah. Yes, on San Fernando and Glendale. <laughs> yeah, I have driven mm -hmm. past it, yeah, but yeah, not yeah. ventured in yet. So. Are they yeah, doing yeah, prawn yeah. gerbils there? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Don't mention the war. I mentioned it once, and I think I got away with it. Yes. <laughs> So, okay, let's let check me, out these German me, goods. Me, so it is meat-based, though. Well, some of it. Okay. Some of it isn't. I mean, I brought a cooler, as you can see. Wow, look at that. This looks like some oh, sort yeah. of um, really, million-dollar brain I, kind of thing. I couldn't decide what to torture you guys with. Oh. So I brought everything. It's okay. the Ark of the Covenant. It's a light effect. Put a little LED arc. in there. All right, so here's breakfast. What that is let me, that? Let me... Oh! Okay, this is um, herring, herring, pickled herring, Bis Bismarck style. Now, herring, being yeah. you know of Jewish persuasion, oh, yeah. of like Jewish that. persuasion, my dad, bless him, loved pickled herring oh, on yeah. buttered toast. Because the thing about James, that have is, you had that, that, that? This is a very no. popular German snack when you go out, like a street snack. Okay, it is lovely, and it's called Fischbrötchen, which you know the German rolls. Yes, which are not those crappy dinner roll rolls. Roll mops? No, no, roll mops is another type of fish. Oh, okay, roll mops. Yes, but I'm talking about the German okay. bread rolls which oh, okay. are unique to germany because i've never seen them anywhere else they're mm. kind of crispy on the outside mm -hmm. and like fluffy on the inside right okay and you can basically eat them all day long because right. it's just bread so what you do is you either get them at a restaurant or like a food truck type okay thing. Oh, okay Roach they're, they're, coach, usually they they're, they're sell them out of a caravan you know like yeah. a, like a trailer kind of mm -hmm. thing yeah <laughs> you go to a supermarket and then there's this fish guy next in door. front of it yeah and he will sell you fish on bread Oh wow! Okay, oh, okay. And but it's clean there in Germany, and isn't it? It comes and it comes in all kinds of yeah. Roll mops is one version. Yeah. Of this. Bismarck herring is another, and you, I mean they have a wide variety of that. Right. And, but Should we sink the Bismarck? <laughs> <laughs> Shall I just kill his mic? I could just okay. kill his mic. I so go. we've got. <laughs> So, we, so we've got the Bismarck Please herring. Do. No, well, James, you're going to have this because you... Oh, no, I will. What is that? Oh, this is meat salad. Meat oh, salad. But it looks a... like... Um, now it does, in, but in, it's in, actually that... meat. And then, oh, have you heard of this? Mitavaz. Vitamaltz. Vitamaltz. How do you can switch it around? <laughs> Mitavaz. What is that? It's, it's the English apprehension to read anything German. Yeah. That's I know. what it is. So this is like a malt beer, but there's no beer in it. So it's, oh. it's, it's so it's. Uh, can I? Can you can describe it a bit? Because it's when it has a malt. Yet. It's like a malt flavored soda. Okay. Oh my god. All right. I mean, wow. When you pour it, it looks like a Guinness. Oh, okay. It has that sort so of. It's like, quite healthy. Yeah. I like to read the ingredients on these things. If I whilst you're digging around in your and then pot, I, I did bring a sausage. A it's wiener. In, it's in bloody German. I can't read. <laughs> what do you expect? Hello. I can't Hello, read McFly. <laughs> I know. I can try. Hold on. Wimit schmeckt und effekten Anyway, yeah. Dude, seriously, I love this because this is what I do love about LA. Now, we love to grumble about this place and slag it off. But the stuff you can get here, food-wise, is yeah. amazing, right? Yeah, because I yeah, tell you, yeah. James, to find this in London, I mean, it might be a slightly off, right? You know, it might not be Disney, exact. Disney-esque. Yeah, maybe. But yeah. you do 
get the variety. Right. Yeah, that's for sure. And then the thing is, Heiko, whilst you're pouring that kind of suspicious-looking beverage... <laughs> look at um, that. Doesn't look like beer. That's the whole point. It, it, it makes really a head. Does. Yeah. When I came to America, it was all like, oh, hey, you're English. Oh, do you go to the pub? Do you like football? So did you get that kind <laughs> of thing? Have you met the Queen? Have you met the Queen? Um, only my mate James. But have you... No, I usually uh, get... Oh, you German get out. <laughs> do you, did you get any of that? Did you get any of the bit of the old Second World War and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, what was it like being German, coming to I got America? that more in Italy than I got here. <laughs> really? <laughs> but that's a whole other Mussolini story. Oh. Yeah. But uh, anyway, no, I, I think New England is a bit different than the rest of America. Mm. You know, it's sort of like America light because it does still have an English flair, especially yeah. if you're in Boston. Yeah. Nah, I never got any of that. No. Okay. You know, my English was always pretty good. Mm. Yeah, I know you guys think I have an. It's very good, I go. Yeah, I, I have to say, I'm. Yeah. I'm you know, it's my second language, mm -hmm. but I did work on it before I came here. Right. While I was living in Hamburg, I used to go to the, the main train station because that's where you would get the American Mad magazine. Mm -hmm. huh. Okay. It's, it's the only place I would have to like take five buses and two trains to get yeah. there. Right. And I was saved up my money to get the American slang words. Mm. So basically, your English was self-taught. It's not like you could take English at school or anything well, like that. I did that. take it in school. Right. You know, but I think most of what I mean my proficiency early on I think is based on me working on it mm. yeah, yeah. well no it's interesting you say Mad Magazine so you earned your Americanisms yeah right yeah, yeah. more so than when I played I mean when I was in Hamburg I played baseball I hung out with a lot of Americans and I also went to matinees that were in English there were certain movie theaters in right. Hamburg that had American movies in the original original language wow here. Let's get this brown liquid yeah, yeah. sorted. Yes. Now you meant to say Proust, aren't you? Prost. Prost. Oh, Prost. 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 Cheers. 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 No. Skull. 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 Bottoms Skull. up, as we say. This better be good, honey. Right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Three, two, one. Ooh. It's night Ovaltine, but with fizz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like malt. It's malty, malt flavored it? soda without the sugar. Yeah, it's not a milkshake without the soul. Yeah. No, <laughs> no it's, I mean. <laughs> no, it's actually quite nice. It's definitely for gentlemen of our age. Well, the weird thing is, it's either an acquired taste or you're a kid. Yeah, it's definitely an acquired taste. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. I tell you, this portion is just perfect. I think, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Well, the thing also, way of saying also it, it, it says right here, a perfect portion. <laughs> The perfecta portion says right here. It's best when it's ice cold, and that's uh, actually true. If it's if it comes right out of the fridge, yeah. right. Or with the, ice. the thing is, I can imagine you making an ice lolly out of this. But it does remind <coughs> me of a beer. I have to say, it does. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No also, also in looks because if you pour yeah. the whole thing, especially you got it in glass bottles oh, when, yeah, I, when yeah. I was little, and it yeah. looked like a beer bottle. It Ooh. literally looked like a beer bottle. Do you know what this would be good as? Ice cream float. Oh, yes. Yes. yes, I think this is good yeah. ice cream yeah. float material. Yeah. The yeah. fact that it comes out of a can that looks like it's so an oil it was, can it was is neither here nor there. Right. No, I no, think no, no. German I, kind of no, design... No, because when you got it in the bottle, and, it's and a you poured it, and it actually made a head, and it, it looked exactly like a Guinness, mm. you know, because it had this Ooh. thick head. Yeah. And so it was, how do you pronounce that? Vitamalz. 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 Well, malz is malt, obviously, and vita, I guess, is life. Life. Life in a can! Yeah! Perfect. <laughs> to life. To life. To life. I already drank mine. 
Yeah, you know what? I drank it. Yeah, I do yeah. too. James doesn't like foreign food. I'm impressed. He oh, actually... I got more. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> now, the thing is, James, I think for the Bismarck... Bismarck. Did you bring the bread? Did, what, oh, you've got sausage. So this is what James you, likes sausage, don't you, James? When, when you're a kid, <laughs> yeah. or when I grew up, I don't know if they still do this, but I often, when I went to shopping with my mom, she would, like, push me around in the cart, mm. and to shut me up, she would just get a wiener <laughs> oh my god I'm glad you can't see yeah. what I'm just saying. yeah that, that, that's just like that's uh, ex certificate mate get a like, mouthful of that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put my lips where no, your lips you're not, are you're gonna tear it off I'm gonna tear it off right. oh my god this is my oh I can't I'm still okay I've broken off some of Heiko's sausage these are fully cooked right in all two but they're excellent and warmed up is this pork I think so, yeah. I can't eat pork. Yes, you can. You've eaten. It's not kosher. Oh, really? Mr. Let's have a bacon sandwich. Mr. Vegan. It just reminds hey, me. Hey, don't of... eat it. I don't... I'm eating no, it. No, no, I'm going to have a bite. You brought this food all the way from uh, wherever you live. Glendale. Which is a Glendale. And, um... All the way from. My way of German. Far away. My way of German. Of... So, was this manufactured in German or was no, it. No, this was made here. And, all right, here we go. Sausage. Actually, so this is... Let me repeat this. This is the best. Freshest sausage you want. And it's cold, Heiko. I feel very cold. I know, I know. It's I, have to say, I have to say, I would be very suspect about eating it. Yeah. But you've got that same look on your face that one time the Spanish girls brought us all that food. Oh, God, And you, yeah. you were like, whoa, 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 I can't eat Well, it. the thing is, it okay. is better warmed up. And if you heat it up with mustard, yeah. it's fantastic. Yes, yes. It's fantastic. It's it's not, I, I yeah. actually like that. That's very nice. It is this is actually, um, do you remember Shippums? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what shippers are. It was a British thing where it was like a paste in a jar. It was fish paste, wasn't it? Yeah. It doesn't sound but good. But this has a no. shippumsy. No, it doesn't. It's doesn't better it? than that. This is this is good. Well, I'm trying to. It would be like a cold hot dog. It's a cold yeah, hot dog. Yeah, it's better. The quality's much better than yeah. a hot dog. And I give you one more because when my mom was here visiting, we went there, of course, mm. and she mm. said that was some of the best sausages right. she ever uh-huh. had. And this I is from my I'm mom. Gonna, I have to say, I really like that. You know, I go, oh, fair is fair. That isn't a bad. <laughs> the sincerity. No. Do you see what I mean? It's no. not bad, I go. <laughs> I think. But you know, one day I'll cook up some and. I think that hot. warm. Yeah, it's in excellent. between a nice. I know. Buns. I mean, look, I did this. On, I, I I served it to Sorry. you cold on purpose. Right. You know, just to see you guys squirm. It was a friendship test. You'll yeah. notice I did not squirm. No, you did not. No. No. Well, now I've got my eyes on that fucking Bismarck because it's a really good memory. But James, I think we should have some toast with it. Yeah, have some toast. Well, okay, I'll put some toast on. Unfortunately, I've only got sourdough or I've got cardboard bread. Hey, let me think. Is cardboard it sourdough. Yeah, you sourdough. Cardboard yeah. Yeah, yeah. sour. I think yeah. we'll have to go with sourdough. sourdough. All right, I'm going to step away from the mic. Mike has just taken a sniff of his Bismarck. Oh. Oh, it's just like... Yeah, that's not a euphemism. Yeah. <laughs> I really just sniffed my Bismarck. <laughs> To describe it for our few listeners, it's pickled herring. So it's herring that's been sliced. It's been yep. prepared in yeah, a, I don't in even a know pickle. If they cook it. I don't know if they just. Uh, it's not. It's preserved, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's, it's a bit cured. like a sauerkraut. Well, actually, I might. I think it's cooked. Actually, is it? Yeah, no. because look, 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 look. No. The texture. It's white. I don't think you can get just out of. Oh, I don't. Now that's a good question. Is it cooked or is it preserved? But either probably, way, it's really good. So I don't care. How? No. <laughs> But it's sweet, isn't it? And it's that, bit, when I mm. first had that, you you didn't expect that sweetness right, right, from right, it. Right. I, so I, um, I have to say, I never tried this particular brand. Okay. This is actually a Polish brand. Oh. So, well, so we'll here's see. a question with regards to the toast. Yeah. Do we put butter on it? Abs- I don't. But that's that's. Oh, you you must. 
Well, I won't. No, do it for okay, Heiko. we should do it the German way. Well, yeah. Okay, no butter. Well, here's the thing. Usually they serve that on a piece of bread. Put on the bread is a piece of lettuce. Gotcha. Oh, put the fish on that, and then some onions on top, and that's basically mm. all you get. And then you just revel in the actual flavor yeah. of the fish. So the question is then, should I just warm up the toast, or should I actually make toast? Oh, you should make the toast. Okay, it's toasting. That's a personal choice. I don't eat much butter on mm-hmm. right. Ever since The Last of Us, he's worried about wheat and cordyceps. Well, I'm glad I, you said cordyceps I don't get this that. time, Mark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen the show. I'm not quite sure. You're not a like, fan. I don't quite Come on, get episode it. two and three. Come on. I don't quite get it. But, you know, really? that's, a diff- that's a different episode. I don't want to, like... Oh, I have to say, I really yeah. do think episode two and three were absolutely fantastic. Well, really have you seen you... the storyboards on that? Because really, they are... I'm really curious what you guys think about this. Oh, I've had that. Oh, oh, I've not had that. So what I'm holding up is... Uh, What's it called, Ico? It, the company's called Niederegger, and they make marzipan. Okay. That's what they're famous for, right? So now this particular one is like a nougat marzipan walnut confection. Oh, okay. So it's quite uh, chewy. No, opposite. It's actually oh. quite creamy. Oh, okay. I thought you didn't like cream. I got chastised no, like for bringing you cream buns once. It's not I've liquid, not forgotten. It's not liquid cream, okay? Oh, okay. He it's, doesn't like liquid cream. No. So Niederegger is famous for the marzipan. Okay. Okay, it's, it's from a town of Lübeck. You heard of Lübeck? Yeah, sounds, no. sounds familiar. But explain it to Martin. Well, it's a town just northeast of Hamburg on okay. the Baltic Sea. Since 1806, they're manufacturing marzipan in the same spot. Wow. And, and that particular date is the date marzipan was released to the public. Mm, okay. Before that, it was actually a food reserved for kings. Really? Inability. Interesting. And normal people were not allowed to eat the marzipan. Interesting. In 1806, that went away. What happened? I'm not I mean, sure. Why was it suddenly released? Yeah, I'm not sure, actually. Yeah. About release that. the marzipan. That's actually a good question. I do, oh, I do not okay. know. But in 1806, marzipan factories sprang up all over Europe because yeah. now it was allowed to do so. Right. Well, Niederegg is one of the few that still make right. the stuff in the original place since 1806. Now, when I went to Germany... Many years ago, especially coming from Britain back in the 70s, it was pre-common market. We were tragically behind. But you could see these beautiful miniature sweets uh, in the shape of fruits and vegetables. And they were marzipan. They still make those. They make specialty things. (coughs) They make sculptures for, you know, foreign dignitaries and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, they still make that. Yeah, yeah. And and they have like millions of flavors by now. Right. And I say, coming from Britain, we didn't have that. We do use marzipan in our icing. No, it's a layer of icing on top of the cake. Right. So it's it's cake, marzipan, and then icing over the top. Yeah. And icing being the really thick. The proper icing, not the rubbish um, you get here. They also make a cake, the Niederegger marzipan cake, mm-hmm. which is a specialty that I oh, always okay. try to have when I'm going back. Right. It reminds me of a Battenberg. Do you remember a Battenberg? No. Battenberg is uh, made by Mr. <laughs> Kipling. Mr. Battenberg. <laughs> Wait a minute. So Sorry. It's, it's actually uh, like a sponge layer cake. It has, okay, yes. So it's like this is like a sponge cream. There's a bit of jam in there. Right. And then the top layer is marzipan. Gotcha. So it's like pure marzipan on top. Mm. And it's fantastic. Well, it's I'm curious to try this Bismarck. Yeah, go for it. Come on, let's get that. Yeah, yeah. Fish. Now, James has never tried it before, so you're not really a fish person, though, are you, James? I, I actually do like fish. You do like fish? There you go. You might want to cut it. Why but... don't you... What, do you not have a pair of scissors, James? <laughs> that's how I cut my fish. Yeah. Oh. Wait, no, you see, that's a perfect no, size. Let, let me, let me no, slice no, no, that. That's, that's a perfect You're going to have that? Yeah. Oh, my God, mate. Because look, look at that. That's, that's... He, he likes it. He... Look at his shirt. It says, I, I do, do my, my own stunts. I know. 
He needs a trawler for that portion. <laughs> is that okay to eat all of that? Go off for it. Do you want to have half of that? No, I'll have half of that. I brought, I brought you, it you for you. You're going to start a fish war with that portion. Okay. I know what it tastes like. I'm just curious what you think. Mm. Yeah, those pieces are rather More. big. Thank you. It's like a whole oh. fish. Okay, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, this is small. I'll take this one. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's lovely. So you rolled it up into a sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not wasting your time. No, exactly. Mm. All right, here we go. Now, this isn't as sweet. Mm. It's not as sweet as the ones in Britain. Because we don't like our teeth there, oh, do we? Oh, very nice. We have a little more often. I know, Heiko, you've done outrageous. Well, I thought it would stump you guys, but apparently, you know, you've no. been eating everything. No, I love the texture of the toast. And then you've got the fish. Yeah. And the fish is, you know, it's fishy, mm -hmm. but it's sweet. Ooh. I tell you what, mate, with a bit of butter, it's even more. But my doctor said no. <laughs> yeah, the old cholesterol, 126, lads. Mm. 126? Yeah. You're high. I mean, it's not as high as it could be, but it's not as low as it should be. Right. <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt. Oh my god. Heiko, that is lovely, mate. Yeah. Damn it. Try to serve you up, you know, you wouldn't like. You like everything. Hmm. What's fascinating is I would never have bought that in a million years. Sure. But now you brought that, I'm like, that's actually pretty damn good. It's actually pretty no. damn good, right? It's yeah. a good snack food as yeah, well because that's the thing. I don't know about southern Germany, but certainly in northern Germany when you get close to the coast. Mm -hmm. This is a very popular street food. Right. You know, there's a currywurst and then there's a fish porridge. Curry what? Currywurst. You never heard of currywurst? Sausage, sausage curry, by yeah. the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Do you make this? I do make this. You do? Oh. Yeah. So, so at some point... Let's have, have it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing next week? Part two. Yeah. 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 He's back. I'm uh, happy to do this for you. <laughs> that was really good. Thank yeah, man. Yeah, that was lovely. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, Considering you didn't want it. Well, no, I, no, I didn't want the sausage. The sausage <laughs> gave me the collie wobbles, but everything else <laughs> was fine. Even the oil can beverage. Yeah, so you notice that I went with the British. I, I laid out all my movie t-shirts today to see what movie t-shirt I should wear. Yes. And you went with Judge and Dredd. I, now and he, with Dredd. Now, Heiko's wearing Dredd, which I think is the best iteration of the 2000 AD comic mm -hmm. I agree. I've ever fucking seen. I agree. Now, this is respect to the artist I... who worked on the original film, the I Carol Poe one, because actually one of the guys who worked on that first one, Robbie Konzing, is an amazing storyboard yes, artist. So I feel a bit bad. Cheers, Robbie. Cheers, Robbie. Cheers, but Robbie. this movie, it's fucking awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, for people who don't know, Judge Dredd, British comic, yeah. first published in oh, yeah. 2080. Yes. Which was sort of like a collection of different weekly comic strips, right? Yeah, it was. Like it was Rogue a, Trooper and, and. Yeah, it was all future based. Yeah. And brilliant artwork. I mean, all these oh, were fantastic. Spanish yeah. artists. The guy who came up with Dread yeah. was, was Spanish enough. Yeah, I can't remember his name, that, unfortunately. So please, when you do your fact check segment, yeah. please yeah. mention his name. He's freaking brilliant. Well, I'll tell you what, when I went back to the UK just recently, I've got my collection of 2080 and they're paper. Yeah, it was yeah, like right, newspaper, newspaper. Right, right, right. you know, 10p. My exposure to this is when it was a reprint in more comic book gotcha. format. Yeah. yeah, And I don't think I've ever had one of those originals. The funny thing is, is their stories, especially in the Judge Dredd story, you remember they had the one about the Emperor? It was yeah. Caligula, basically. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they had Trial by TV. And this was years, was years before. before. First of all, it's brilliant social commentary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they tore everything down. Absolutely. And then it always amazed me was all the little jokes that you have to read it twice. 
because you miss all the little side swipes at society or the names of these mega blocks you know right. yeah what was it uh well even using credits right the eye in the sky like the surveillance yes. like the drone surveillance right. Yeah. Right. When the first movie came out, wasn't that uh, Sylvester Stallone? Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. 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 But after that, I was like, uh, yeah. and I wasn't. Yeah, I haven't seen know. the redo. James, you have You've to do it. The 2012 movie it's was fucking awesome. Yeah, with Carl Urban. Yeah. yeah, it's fantastic. Well, yeah. I like him anyway. He's brilliant. And the, He's did, brilliant. Yeah. And the budget was low, and the design, the, design is, the production design is. It, you know, it has ah. so many. Made in Africa, wasn't it? Yeah, I think South, Africa. Africa. Yeah, South Africa. Africa. Yeah, Yeah, it was the backdrop. I mean. They didn't do much to it. No. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Johannesburg, no? Johannesburg, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's a brilliant interpretation of the kind yeah. It's the closest I've ever seen, certainly closer than the other movies. Okay. And yeah. he never takes his helmet off, which is brilliant. It makes you wonder if Carl Urban is in that film, if that's him or does he just oh, provide, it's him. providing... Oh, no, it's him. I mean, obviously yeah. it's not him when it's a stunt person. Right. Yeah. Because um, you do see his face. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, so it's, it's from the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because yeah. the dread helmet, it's open from the mouth down. So yes. you do see his face. Okay, all right. Because it's like the Guy Fawkes movie. Viva Vendetta. Come on, James! Sorry, sorry, I'm not with it. Um, but yeah, he's got that mask on the whole time. Mm. The thing that blew me away about that movie, I don't know if they changed the mask subtly to get different emotions out of it. No, it did not. They that did would have not. been brilliant, though. That yeah. It's just brilliant. lighting. It's what you do. Right. You imagine the expression. You That's the beauty of a mask. different emotions. Yeah. 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 When training to be an actor, as you may know, <laughs> we, they gave us masks, and they were these sort of weird, clear plastic masks, but right. it, you would yeah. superimpose these expressions based on the character. It's really kind of cool. Anyway, yeah. back to Dread. Yeah, so brilliant. Check it out. Okay. I can yeah. highly recommend yeah. it. So much stuff going on in there. It, it's a really good movie. Yeah. And I wish they had made another one. And Talking of dread, it leads us into the dread of the future. Hey, not a bad thing, Hey, hey, hey. Before, before, before you bring the mood down, yes. You know, I have Elizabeth Taylor connection as well, right? Do you? I do. Spill. Oh, yeah. Three degrees of separation. So you've had a sniff then? <laughs> not me. Oh my God. Not, not, not me personally, but my grandfather did. Oh. Who was quite the Renaissance man. Okay. And among other things, he invented a 3D film projector. Oh, you're kidding. And this must have been some time ago. And this was some time ago. We're talking right. 1950s. Right. I can tell you many stories about my grandfather. Yeah. We should have a conversation because I've got a friend who has a 3D museum oh. in downtown LA. I've never heard of this fucking friend. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll tell you another time. Anyway, it'd be good to talk to him about it because he did all the 3D renderings for the Simpsons 3D yeah. movie that okay. they did and all that kind of stuff. It's totally his bag, so be a good person to talk to. Eric Kurland, everybody. Well, that particular system did not require 3D glasses. Mm. I do have the uh, pattern drawings at home. Oh, wow. Part of it was like a rotating lens. Okay. System. It had nine lenses, and he hand-polished those lenses for the prototype. Wow. I don't even know how you do this because this is just insane. So he handmade that, and the system, again, I'm not quite sure how it works. It had some mirrors in it, and, mm -hmm. and, and it was supposed to imitate a 3D expression of the film without glasses. Right, okay. And he actually wrote a letter to Mike Todd, who was one of Elizabeth yes. Taylor's husbands, yes. who was a producer, and he yep. was really into, into film projection and theater yeah. technology. And the guy wrote back. Okay. And he was interested, because my grandfather had sent them drawings, right. explained the system, and there was a real interest by Mike Todd to check that out. Wow. And he was going to come over to Europe and talk to my grandfather about it. Did he? No. His plane crashed. Of course. Mm. Yeah. That was 1958. Right. He had this private plane, which there was too much weight on it because they put all these extra tanks on there and it crashed. And so they never made it. Mm. So it's entirely possible if this had gone somewhere. Right. That my grandfather would have taken this family yeah. to Hollywood. Right. 
Would it be possible to build this projector from these drawings, do you think? Well, here's a funny thing. It would be really good to talk to Eric about that because mm. he might actually have some inkling into mm. some... Because, some... I mean, obviously that technology never went anywhere. Right. And I think because we know in the 50s you had the system yeah, yeah, the, the blue and the red. And the, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting those connections you have that... All roads lead to Rome, that kind of, you're sort of destined to come here. You know. I don't know. Do you think, technologically-wise, since RISD and moving through animation, and you mentioned you had the choice between computer and analogue, as it were. Mm. Traditional. Yeah, and we yeah. see where we are. Saying, Corrected by my friend James. <laughs> Thank you. Um, do you see, especially with the artificial intelligence, now there's all this fear and then, this, and then other people going, oh, it means you artists and you're not up your own asses, and we can do it now. We can be artists. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> you know, honestly, I don't know right now. Yeah. I think it's still too early to tell what kind of impact that will have on our jobs. Mm. I think at this point, I've already seen some pretty fancy concept designs mm. that don't stand up as artwork. Right. Right? I mean, you cannot mm. sell those in a book, and people already do, and people already do advertising with this stuff, and it's mind-boggling what is now accepted mm. as artwork, because oh, yeah. it's not. I mean, it has so many flaws in it, just in design-wise, mm. composition-wise, mm. color theory-wise. I mean, give it six months, and six months, it might be brilliant. I well, don't look know. at it already, I mean. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, so there's already some, but it doesn't have the eye of the designer mm. yet. You it, would have to go back in and fix it up. And, and in terms of storyboards, that human factor that you and I have, mm. bringing our own experiences into this yeah. and, and breathing life into that, the AI doesn't have those experiences. No. It can only sample from what it gets from other sources and then make a facsimile out of it. Yeah. But it's not the same as that yet. So I don't know how long it will take, maybe five years, ten years, mm. before you can feed the script in, hit the button, and get a fully rendered script out of it. Yeah. I mean, what it does already is you have a little scribble, and it does make sort of like a render out of it. Right. I don't know. I really don't know. But yeah. it's I mean, but it's... I mean, well, look, it's the same thing with visual effects. When it all went to CG spaceship, and it was like, yeah, they're good, but it doesn't look quite right. Because as you pointed out, there's something about light actually hitting a physical model. The thing, though, is with that is somebody still had to do it. Yes. Mm. And then or now, I mean, the fear is that you hit the button and it doesn't quite look right, but it's free. Right. You know, I mean, I already had a director give me some samples of here's what I want. Mm. They didn't look very good. And you could totally tell they were wonky. Right. But he was able to express him or herself visually. So you think that it's just a matter of time? Probably. You know, I think of CG and I think of Rick Baker. Rick Baker was a special makeup effects artist, Oscar winning, American Werewolf in London and so on and so forth. And he was like, well, you know, CG, at least I'll never be able to do hair. Well, of course, CG can do hair very well now. I mean, you look at Paddington. I love the Paddington movies. It looks fantastic. Okay, may I interject? Yes. Paddington 2 is the movie of the century. It totally is. uh, It's it's brilliant. Can I just say that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? I'm on board, mate. I it's a Citizen Kane for the 21st century. It's, it's, it's I'm, just, I'm just, just saying it. <laughs> it's, it's funny because I actually watched Paddington 2 oi, oi, I've gone. Sorry, Michael's put away his fucking oh, you want salad that, too? that we haven't had. Oh, you want that? Very, very <laughs> I'm crafty. Just, I'm, just Sorry, trying to, I'm just trying to keep it fresh here. Sorry, mate. You've got to watch these people. <laughs> that, that is untested salad. What's just happened for our listeners is Heiko's just put away one of the items that he's brought over and Martin's called him out on it. And Heiko's brought it back out. I'm just trying to keep it fresh. So, so, but I saw Paddington 2 first because I was like, oh god, really? Paddington, they made a live action. Yeah, and I watched it, I was like, this is brilliant. This is brilliant. 
And then I couldn't find Paddington 1 anywhere. Eventually it came on <laughs> streaming. I was like, okay, I'll watch that. And Monty and I both loved it. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yes, load me up. What is this? Yes. Well, that is basically uh, perfect, thin thanks. strips of cold cuts in mayonnaise. Ah, well, what could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a bit of... Uh, You're not dishing up Heiko. Only a German could come up with that. Mayonnaise. I can't believe he didn't give you any. I know. But that's, oh, sorry, Heiko. No, no, I'm well, totally... You, I'm totally yeah. you've hey, it I've known Martin for a while. I'm totally used to it. <laughs> I am I'm, not holding that against he, him anymore. He knows my selfish way. We said, Martin, that's it. I disavow no. you. You see, I've known no. it all my life, and I, and I still hold it against well, that's, I mean, that's what I find amazing about you guys. Mm-hmm. You know each other since you were, what, five? Yeah. Yeah, ever since I saw him in nappies, shitting Blows himself. Blows my so. mind. You keep saying that. No, it's amazing. And he's follow- <laughs> seriously, he followed me around. Ah, Terrible. It's Can't amazing. get rid of him. And now you live in proximity in Los Angeles. Yeah, it's really fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. What I find it that you still get along. Well... Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh, come Steady on. on, come on! But <laughs> you do. do. No, I mean, you know, I mean, it's it's like I've had friends come and go, mm. and it's just amazing that you guys are still. Nah, all you have are moments. Hey, yeah, really if you hated each other, you wouldn't be sitting here across from each other making this podcast. No, we'd be doing that over Zoom. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a sort of a parasitical symbiotic relationship. <laughs> it's, uh, I think uh, David Attenborough would do well to study so it. How, how do you like that? Yeah. Is in the wilds well, you're chowing down on it. You like it. Yeah, it's fantastic. I go look at it. I cleared my you platter, did. mate. I can't. I can't. I, I can't think, stump you yeah. guys. Because I just had a load of Chinese food from her indoors, which was very nice. But it's nice to get back to the guaylo side of things. It's 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 nice to get back yeah. to the vegan side of things. Yeah. yeah. This is oh yeah. So vegan. This <laughs> oh, is, yeah. Thank you so much. I'm for doing my bit. Vegan meal. Doing my bit, Greta. <laughs> yeah. That was delicious. I'm really glad I called you up on it. But actually, when I met you, you sound quite American, don't you? Well, you caught, I, I mean, do. You know, it, it really depends on my mood. Right. The funny thing is, when people say, "Oh, you have an accent," yeah, I now let them guess. Right. Australia. Yeah, that's what, that's it, what we get. <laughs> it's it, really. Mm-hmm. It's all over the place. What, yeah. what I get. I mean, I've gotten South African, mm-hmm. and I've gotten Wisconsin. Oh wow. Oh. Okay. And I get Finnish a lot. Finnish. Finnish. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. I don't even know what a Finnish accent is. No, I don't know either. <laughs> Apparently like this. Oh, apparently. <laughs> so it's all over the place, mm. which, which always amuses me. Which is good because it's kind of chameleon-like. Yeah, you can, you yeah, can just yeah. fit into anything. Moving to Boston first, yeah. being exposed to that part, yeah, I still say water. There's certain things sure. that are just defined the way I talk. And then mm. I was like, oh. And I say, oh, it's German. And like, oh, I knew it. And I'm like, no, you didn't. No, no, you didn't. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking clue, man. At, at least I didn't turn around and go, oh, well, I'm part German. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because isn't it Paddy's oh, Day coming up? Yes. And I'm and Irish, like, oh, I'm Irish. Yeah. No, you're not. No, you're not. Shut up. You know, there were never were any snakes in Ireland. But that's <laughs> there were not. There never, never. And St. Patrick actually was Welsh. Was oh, he? Oh, really? Yeah. He was. Do you know who founded Dublin? No. The Vikings. Oh. Makes sense. Yes. Talking of Vikings, did you see that film, uh, Northman? Yeah, North, 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 Northman. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I'm a huge fan of Robert Eggers. Uh, and after after watching The Witch and uh, I quite like that. Oh, The Witch is fantastic. Yeah. And the Lighthouse. I haven't watched you know, that. Like the Lighthouse. You like it? No. I loved it. Sorry. But uh, a number of things I've bought the Northman, but maybe my expectations were too high. I don't know. And there was a number of things that I didn't didn't quite... Uh... When I saw Nicole Kidman mm. and she did her role and I was just like, nah. It doesn't fit. But so anyway. what are you working on now? Can you spill the beans or... Yeah, uh... Ghostbusters. Oh, ah, excellent. Coming full... Coming full circle. Yeah, there we go. Oh, woohoo. 
I mean, obviously, I'm a that huge Ghostbusters. I mean, yeah, that was like I said, that was one of those movies that defined my understanding of cinema, and uh, to this day, I think it's one of the most brilliant comedies out there. And it's funny you say that because a dear friend of mine, Mary Claypool, actually worked on the first Ghostbusters. She oh. worked for Boss Films, and I wanted nice. to get her in. Yeah, yeah. You, I think you may have met her at one of our Christmas parties. Okay, okay. Boss Films did the visual effects for the yeah. first yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she, I believe they had a creature shop as I well. Met right? Richard Edlund mm. once. Fantastic. Yeah, so this is the sequel to Afterlife. Excellent. I did like Afterlife. I, I did too, excellent. yeah. And that is shooting in United Kingdom, right? Yes. Pretending it's New York. Yes. Yeah. Well, the sets are being built there. Right. So you the know, interiors? The interiors. So yeah. they're building the firehouse yeah. right, right now. Right. I just want to touch on that a little bit because it is a tax credit issue as well. Yeah. Not to go on that film particularly, but it is interesting how films like World War Z yeah. were shot in Scotland, yeah. in Glasgow. Because Glasgow oh, really? laid out on a grid. Right. And that's what blew me away because all that behind the scenes stuff, everything, cars, yeah. dump trucks, street signs, was, yeah. Yeah. was all brought in. Oh, oh, yeah. You know, we, if you remember the Batgirl movie, that was filmed in Glasgow. Yeah. They had all the American hydrants they had. Yeah. Yeah. But even going back <laughs> in time, Little Shop of Horrors, I remember yes. that was the thing. They brought all the New York signs in there. But the thing is, is this whole tax credit thing, and just to talk about your experience as a working artist in Hollywood, always being tentative, and it's this whole thing of runaway production. And, and it's weird because I've seen a few comments online, like, oh, Europeans. And I'm like, well, it's always gone to Europe. We made Star Wars. Yeah. You know, we did, like, we did <laughs> Superman. Jones. It's not new. Yeah. It's because George Lucas came to England and it was dirt cheap mm -hmm. and they had the crew and he fucking made it there. Well, don't complain about England or Europe. Complain about the bean counters. Yeah. Exactly. You know, they're bringing it over. Exactly. It's not like the English went in here and said, oh, we're stealing your no, movies, no, bring it over. No. 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 But what we did in Britain was like, well, 30% above and below the line. So when Tom Cruise makes a movie there, Tom Cruise gets 30%. Yeah, sure. You know, yeah. and so did the crew. But the thing is, is that's the British government. They decided to do that. And guess what? It works. A yeah. friend of mine is a film commissioner. I won't mention his name because he might not want to be associated with the likes of us. Uh, it's me and James, by the way. Uh, well, I'm associated with it now, aren't I? Yeah, well, you're in for a penny and for a pound. Like, oh, that's what they say. You're peering down into the trench, mate. Oh, you're please. all right. But please. the thing is, is that Steve is a film commissioner. I thought you were going to mention his name. Shall I bleep it? Oh, yeah. I will. <laughs> Him that shall not be named, that just was, uh, as a film, film commissioner. And um, he did a study on tax incentives. And it basically worked out that for every dollar given as a tax incentive, $9 was actually returned wow. through hotels, car rentals, construction, wow. tools, equipment, and so on and so forth. But that does affect us, doesn't it, Heiko? Sure. It does affect us on the employment mm. side of things. And there you are, you're working on a movie, and it's being shot in Britain. Yeah. And it's Ghostbusters. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's so strange. Yeah, I think if Brexit hadn't happened, I would actually be there right now. Oh, yeah. you totally would. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you would have loved to have done, you know? Yeah. Love London. Where do you envisage yourself going, or is it more of a just wherever it takes me? And is there a sort of defined goal, yeah. as they like to say here? Well, I don't have a five year plan as such. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to pat myself on the shoulder or anything, but I think I've built a good reputation within the live action community yeah. in a fairly short amount of time. Totally. And I'm enjoying that. Yeah. You know? I'm enjoying that right now. I'm enjoying working with new directors. And so I don't know if I have a necessarily a, a plan to yeah. improve on that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just really enjoying what I'm doing right now.
Yeah. Oh, brilliant. No, that's yeah. good. A friend said to me, you came here, you were doing something else, and you worked doing storyboards and art department and worked on movies, and you should pat yourself on the back. And you should. You know, and, and you totally. do forget that. You do think, well, oh, fucking no, hell. I mean, you know. Here's the thing. You weren't born in this country. You didn't grow up here. No. Just the fact that you make a go yeah. in a foreign country. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty yeah. amazing already. Yeah. Don't even speak the same language, should I? No, no you don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you absolutely don't. No, you had to, you know, you had to learn American yeah. on top of it. Uh, no, yeah. kidding. But, yeah. no, pat yourselves on the shoulder. I mean, uh, just yeah. being expats and living in a different country yeah. is an accomplishment. Well, no, no it, it, is. it is. And it, it's weird because years ago when I got into TV as a network executive, yeah. I was 27 years old. And yeah. I said to mine, I said, I think I peaked when I was 27. <laughs> because it's never been the same since. Right. But Martin, like yourself, just keep riding this wave upwards. Mm. I certainly wouldn't have had the work without mates i think well that's the thing mates, that's the thing I mean, here's, here's yeah. you know when people is. ask me what do i need to do and the number one thing i keep telling them is you have to build your network yeah that is your most important yeah. resource everything else is secondary yeah yeah you can sit your butt down a week and learn blender right or do whatever you need to do which i haven't done <laughs> <laughs> me neither but this is a different story but building that network getting to those people who can make the decision it's nice that you have friends mm. in certain positions but you know you gotta build your network yeah. and that's the most important thing to yeah. get anywhere if you don't know anybody it's never gonna happen yeah. yeah, I don't used to say no man is an island and that friends are very important. I mean, I always feel bad that I come on. I mean, I have helped you yeah, out yeah, quite a lot, actually. You know, I mean, my jobs but, come from references. Yes. Like from recommendations. But yeah. it's always the people you work with previously on Not necessarily. No? No. 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 Or, or somebody's recommended you to somebody else, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, but not necessarily people I work with, but people who are aware of yeah. my work. Yeah. And because you get a lot of people called you saying, oh, your name was given me by somebody else on such and such a show. A lot of cases. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and if it wasn't time, somebody else has said, I'm working on this and we're looking for another border or something. Yeah. And like, can you come on? And you're like, yeah, I'm available. Yeah. yeah. I mean, very yeah. rarely does somebody contact me through my website. Mm. And what is the address of your website? H E I K O V O N D. HeikoVonD.com. All right. You heard that, folks? <laughs> Look him up. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Do it now. I, I'm worried about James do, sometimes. Do he thinks he's on 1930s radio. Marsipan time. Hold on a second. This says nougat with yep. walnuts. Mm, walnut. Oh. Walnuts. Walnuts. It should be read like this. Nougat with walnuts. Exactly like that. Shall I put a filter on that? Do you understand that? <laughs> we're, we're, we're okay, here we go. <laughs> Three, aye, two, aye, aye, aye. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> All right, see, Ico wasn't ready either. Three, two, one. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Half a pound of that wrapped, please. Oh. That's awesome. The chocolate Easy. is quite soft, it's buttery. Yeah. And then we have a sweet, but not that sickly, I'm sorry, but that sickly American night. You're always ragging on the Americans, man. No, no. And more specifically, the... Southern California. No, I'm ragging. I'm ragging. On the lack of control in the sugar department. It's a huge issue. Like, so where was that from, Heiko? That is actually from Germany. But here's the thing. You know World Market? Yeah. They mm. have a lot of Niederager. Oh, they do. They have you, a lot you, of British stuff as well. And not necessarily, you probably won't be able to find that particular one, but mm -hmm. they do have Niederager once in a while. All right. Yeah. Okay. Can I have another one, please? <laughs> that one That one was sent to me by my sister. Oh, very nice. No, oh, no, 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 don't take it. Can I have another one, please, Heiko? Oh, for God's No, look, oh, Christ, on. look at the state of his face. He looked like a smacked ass. You don't have to well, give it. Well, you're taking it from his sister. Thank you. That's why. It's his gift from his sister. Thank you, si it. Thank you Heiko's sister. Absolutely delish. 
Well, well um, don't trust anybody. It, it is like Oscar night. It is Oscar night, and we have to rush oh, off and wait because you know they've got special people at the Oscars night to handle if anything goes wrong. Now, yeah, well, you know, on the red carpet they're saying, "Who are you slapping tonight?" Sharp. Oh, Come on, oh. so I stole that joke from Bill Maher. Sorry. Oh God, I have to cut that out. Because that's, that's trademark. It wouldn't have surprised me. No. So, who do we think is going to sweep the boards tonight? I don't know. Because as you know, Martin and I did a very thorough podcast about who's actually in the Oscars. Mm. I have no clue. Yeah, I have no clue either. Mm. And that's the thing, isn't it? There you are. And this will go you're, out next week anyway. You're so. working. <laughs> you know, you're working. It, it's weird, well, isn't yeah, it? Look, I have my opinions, which mm. are not necessarily everybody else's opinions. You know, well, I, that's I, the point. That's I, why I they're your opinions. Well, I watched, I watched the screeners. And I like yeah. what I like. And I rarely see what I think deserves it getting the statue. Mm. Yeah. Not about so that. So I'm not even trying anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think the only reason why the old Oscars have an appeal as well is because, you know, you had The Sting. You had The Godfather going up there. Well, you don't get films like that now. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry to say. Well, I almost would know. have worn uh, my Warrior shirt, you know, the 19, 1970s movie. Oh, oh yeah. yes. Warrior. Because uh, 1970s, one of my favorite movie decade. Yes. Some really good stuff. Oh, yeah, totally. Very experimental. You know, now, no. you, right. since you brought up The Sting and The Godfather. It's just a very different space of filmmaking um well so it's a lot of freedom you know yeah. i don't think there was they didn't have the chokehold of the studio as such well i don't know did you see the offer about the making of i have not seen that that is fascinating okay it the making of, of the godfather the making of the godfather yeah. and it's told from the producer's standpoint right who's played by somebody nope. um anyway it's, it's superb and it kind of negate just what you just said about <laughs> and I think because there's just so many people I just trying to tell him to do it this way and that yeah, way yeah, and yeah. Just that is true well, the thing, isn't the it the thing about Single the 70s movie. though is that there was more freedom in experimentation yes because some movies just have really strange endings that really should be like vanishing point mm-hmm. just I mean spoilers <laughs> yeah he dies at the end right. you know but that is sort of like the storytelling that was allowed back then yeah. it didn't have to have a happy ending right it was well, open was to the, interpretation that was the success of the uh, that motorcycle uh, the, uh, film um, with uh, Doodah in it and what's his name yeah but yeah. he's a writer yeah, yeah. that's why <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're on the board like that. Uh, right. no, yeah but, Easy but, Rider that's what that made a ton of money yeah it was made for like stupid money yeah. and it made a ton of money and the studio heads were like, okay. And then you had CX15236, whatever. THX1138. That's the one. Yeah. So um, here's an interesting thing though, because I was talking to my sister-in-law the other day and she said that she had just rewatched The Notebook and she said for some inexplicable reason, they changed the ending. Is that about the people who got Alzheimer's? Yes. Oh. And in the original movie, they die in each other's arms. Right. Mm. Spoilers. <laughs> but in this version, it was on Netflix the other day, it sees them hugging each other, and then the camera pans out the window, and you hear the birds chirping, oh. and that's the end of the movie. Mm. And it's like, they kind of left it open. Yeah. You kind of figure that's what's going to happen. Right. But the whole point of the notebook was, it's such a tear-joker, you see them die in their arms. Oh, sounding so American, James. I'm oh, trying to fun. listen to what you're saying. It's disturbing me. It's bringing up my sausage. <laughs> <laughs> Steady on, you, you only had a tiny piece of it. No, I know. You only it's had to something else. Netflix, I do like a lot of their stuff. The Maid, which I really enjoyed, which I mentioned before, based on a true story. But some of their stuff, yeah, they really do kind of change it. But why would you take a movie that's existed for 10 years yeah. and change the ending? I mean, is this part yeah. of trying to make things more palatable for more audiences? I mean, come on, this is, it's like changing Star Wars. Yeah, well, it's not It's not like you don't have enough offerings right. beside that. If that yeah. was the 
the only movie yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. trying to sell. That might be one like, one theory, but, but that's, yeah, that's a, weird. That, that's what's happening well, now, isn't like, it? Just, was it billed as a director's cut of some no, sort? Of, no. no, no. But there was a point a couple of years back when the religious right was changing the outcomes of movies to make it more family friendly. Well, we don't. We don't do politics. Well, we do just now. <laughs> so the point is, you don't change the fucking movie. The movie is the movie. Yeah, mm. which kind of frustrates me that we've never been able to see the original Star Wars cut. In, well, I've got it. When they first did the DVD. Yeah, but since then. Since oh, you mean on the cinema? Yeah, when it was called screen. Star Wars as opposed to well, A know, New Hope. After, after the special edition came out, yeah. you could no longer watch the original. Well, you can. Yeah, I've, got, I've got a DVD no, with the I original. I know you do. I, I know. And there's like, there's like the 2005 version has some of it, but it's bad quality. You never yeah, got to enjoy the way it came out in 1977. Yeah, right. Since then, yeah. you can't. Yeah. No. And it frustrates me, especially since it was George Lucas, who then went before Congress. Yes, and know, said that we must preserve must these preserve movies. preserve yeah. the movies as they are. Yeah. And the interesting thing about Star Wars, which brings up, you know, going to Netflix and modern filmmaking, is its sparity is what makes it so beautiful. Yeah. It's Lawrence of Arabia composition, yeah. because that's all they fucking that's had. That's all they yeah. had, yeah. That's yeah. All, they had a skeleton. That's, that's all, had, that's all, the, yeah, know, all that the, was all it. The, all the props they made. Yeah. They're in that show. They're it. That's it. Nothing exactly. else. Yeah. And because of that. <laughs> and the next that, thing, they just turn things around. Yeah. Right. And shot it again. And yeah. whereas now, I love the Mandalorian series. Yeah. I really do enjoy that. But they'll never capture that Star Wars oh, originality, so. I'm afraid. Well, here's so, the thing. I mean, the, the original was sort of like a the hero of the journey mm, you know, right. based on that it wasn't just yep. and now it's just peripheral cowboy well, stories see, that, but that's what was so good about the original yeah. Mandalorian it's a western okay well I haven't seen it so I, oh, yeah it's good it, it works it works, it works really well. it's, yeah. a, it's okay. a western but now I mean season three I'm enjoying it but mm. yeah they're kind of going down this weird path right, right. was it you sent me the video the other day of Harry Potter is basically Star Wars no it's really hilarious because you're like wait a moment <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> just really strange because it really is well because there's only it's seven the stories, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, even working on this film I'm working on at the moment, it's a scene and it's in the air. I'm in my head, I'm like, I've seen this so many times before. Sure, sure. And it's just like, eh. it's really difficult because I remember watching James Bond as a kid and that was the only film out of all the films available you see amazing stunts, fantastic locations, mm -hmm. huge sets. Mm -hmm. Well, now, Every film has that. You know, yeah. car stunt upon car stunt. Yeah. Just say we're in this realm of just everything's just over the top. Yeah. Everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, James. All right, gentlemen. Well. We've got somewhere to go. Yeah, we've hit two hours. <laughs> really? Oh, James has got a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. This well, might take me a month. Yeah, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what you're going to cut out, the food stuff or uh, the movie stuff. No, we don't cut anything out. We just <laughs> condense all the ums and ahs. Thank you so much, Heiko, for, yeah. Yeah, you're very welcome. for coming Thank down for into the me. trenches. Oh, please, stop it. I'll tell you what. I'll stop saying I resemble that remark if you stop saying sniffing and trenches. No, because it is about being in the trenches. That's if you enough. Look I'm going to cut that out. If you look at the basis of this podcast is about yeah. from the trenches. May I say something about that? And that's it. Go on then, Heiko. That's I, enough. I, I, I go, <laughs> no, no, but this is. Heiko so, didn't want to no, come no, because no. he didn't want to be stained. Well, no, it's not come that. On. It's just look, most industries you have a multitude of people who mm, do yeah. their job well, and most of people working in the movies you never hear about. Yeah, but they're the craftsmen that That's keep right. that machinery rolling. Yeah. But all very good. Yes, but that is the, the humor of this. Yeah, I totally understand. I totally understand. I don't want you to put yourself down because you're oh, a brilliant not. storyboard I'm artist. I know. I, it's very I, learned a, I learned a lot from you. Oh, well, 
Oh, thank you. And I, and, it. and I, I don't take that lightly, but when, <laughs> in the realm of the podcast, this personality I have now is different than the way I present myself at work. I understand. And James's personality I understand. is, well, I understand. it is what it is. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, but, right, okay. I see how it is. You know, so that's the comedy of this. It, I understand. It, is, I, you look, know, I it also does speak for being an artist and always being self-aware and always worried and fearful that's, and concerned. I mean, you well, know what I mean? So that's where the humour of it. Well, well yeah, I mean, eye. there's no denying that we're in the freelance business. Yeah. So it's different. You're always from, hustling. It's, yeah, it's, you are. It's tiring. You always have to look where the next job's coming from. There's no denying. Yeah. It. It's, it's strenuous at times, for sure. Sure. I and mean, I think of my dad and he's like, okay, he knew he would have patience. Yeah. He no, knew I, someone yeah, always yeah. needed fucking teeth fixed. Yeah. I mean, this know? year, I, finally, this job came along after many interviews and all kinds of shit. And I'm like, shit, I'm in my... <laughs> and... <laughs> uh, he meant like, naked, by the way. I'm still fucking doing this. Well, yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I hear you. I, I would you. like to get a different car. I've been driving the same one for 20 <laughs> fucking years. Yeah. Yes, you have. But I couldn't do it because yeah, you have yeah. to have enough money. You know, wait, wait, wait. if there was no work for six months, right, right. you'd have to be able to, you know. Anyway, anyway, bombshell. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks, Ico. Yeah, my pleasure. And thank, thank you, you for, for all the grub. Well, yeah, thank the you for food was I could, absolutely top I, I, I can't believe I couldn't stump you with anything. Yeah, no, you no. gobbled it all up. Yes. Well, with a pretty, smile on your face. That's because I didn't have any breakfast and dinner yesterday, <laughs> so I was starving, man. No, he's not eating properly, Ico. He has cereal for lunch. <laughs> Hey, I have CEO for dinner sometimes. Thank you very much, Heiko. It's yeah. a European thing. You wouldn't know about it. Oh, no. wait, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much Cheers. for coming. Very welcome. Thank really you for having me. Thank you. I really Thanks for listening. This. And uh, tune in. No. Oh, oh, bollocks to you. Fucking tune in. Shut yeah. up. This is BBC. It. Shut it, Mercer. Fucking bollocks. <laughs> go we bring you our fact check fact check fact check fact check segment here with the benefit of hindsight and editing we can own up to our mistakes <laughs> martin it's not oxford roster camera it is oxbury rostrum camera oh i see thank you Oh, groping at Pixar was known as the Lassiter. <laughs> Speaking of Pixar, Fern Gully was actually a 20th century Fox production. Ooh, that's a Heiko correction. Regarding Bismarck herring, oh, you know what, I, I just fancy a slice of toast right now. Raw herring is first cured and then pickled, James. Interesting. The dread artist we sadly couldn't remember the name of was the exceptional Carlos Estguera. Yeah, uh, some amazing artists from Spain and uh, Judge Dread. Your friend Eric Curland's museum is called 3D Space. Ah, yes. And is located at 1200 North Alvarado Street, Los Angeles. Yes, and I must... I must go there. I've been threatening to go there for a long time. Uh, uh, he is a friend. It would be nice. Yeah. 
And Martin, St. Patrick was born approximately 378 AD in Roman Britain, which today is believed to be the area of Meath Port Talbot in South Wales. Mm. There's something special about that area that produces famous Welsh people. Yes. The actor you sadly failed to recall the name of was Miles Teller, who played the Godfather producer Albert Ruddy in The Offer on Paramount Plus, James. Yes, absolutely. All right, thanks. Cheers. See you later. Bye.